Welcome into the Sportsocracy. I'm Jake Spencer. Jeremy Green alongside. It is the Sportsocracy on all the social medias. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. We are live from the Wicked Weed Studios. Proud to have them on as a sponsor. WickedWeedBrewing.com is the website. Go check them out. Book a free tour of the breweries. All that good stuff. Find out all the merch at WickedWeedBrewing.com. Drink different. The Big Ten did it. They changed the rules. We knew they were going to. It was just a formality that everybody would get on board. Well, we don't know if everybody got on board. The one thing that I, that I wanted to see in all of this was a transparent vote report. And well, we knew you we were never get getting that. We knew we weren't going to get it, but I would have loved to know because I doubt it was a unanimous decision. And the fact that they didn't say it was a unanimous decision leads me to believe that there were some schools that were not uh, in favor of it. I would just like to know how many. Yeah, I bet Indiana was one of them. <laughs> if I were a gambling man, which I would never make one of those nefarious wagers, but uh, I would bet Indiana probably didn't love this idea. Probably not. What wager Northwestern probably didn't love this idea? <laughs> Northwestern was like, yeah, we'd definitely rather play Indiana. Yeah, can we'd, we can we, we go back to Indiana? I, I like the idea of Indiana. Can we do that? Because. <laughs> Us getting a shit beat out of us by uh, Ohio State, that, that, that doesn't appeal to us for some reason. Right. Yeah, so Ohio State's getting into the uh, end of the game, and, you know, I, I can't really – I mean, of course, is it ethical of them to change the rules last minute just so they can get Ohio State in? No, but did it really matter? No. Yes. Yes. If, if they had yes. played – if they had played Myers. one more game, win or lose, they would have won the East. I, and in, I don't care. Team. You've played five games, and you've played nobody. Mm -hmm. This is We've gotten to a ridiculous point here. And I've said this for four straight days. Yep. But let's let Ohio stay the game. It'll be fun. We'll play Alabama. We'll see how many plays Alabama can score, because I bet it's about 70. It's not about how you play the game. It's where you cash the check. Now, now here's the thing, I, I, and, and I agree with what you just said. Mm -hmm. I want the college football playoff committee to be transparent. Mm -hmm. Stop saying it's the best or, or it's the most deserving teams because that's what they keep saying. Yeah. It's the four most deserving teams. No, it's not. If you want to say it's four best teams and we're using some, you know, algorithm that we're not going to tell you about, cool. More power to you. Stop telling me it's the most deserving teams because you're lying. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely uh, not the open field that it used to be with the uh, with the BCS. I'm actually coming around because I heard Tim Brando last night, a guy Love that I really respect in this business. Tim Brando was talking about Whoa. your point that you were making with the BCS. Like with the BCS, at least the computers were involved, and the computers could be non, you know, uh, unbiased. People aren't unbiased, and the nope. committee's not unbiased, and it obviously shows. Did you see the 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 breakdown of what the standings would look like if we were in a BCS year? I did not see that. No. Ohio State be seven. Oh. So I've been trying to tell you, but right. nobody wants to listen to me. Right. No, we understand. We we understand. We just know that the the whole system is horribly right. flawed, broken, and. Garbage. It's fudged, as you like to say. Yeah, it's 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 garbage. It is it's hot garbage. But of course, Ryan Day's happy because he got what he wanted. Diddy, <laughs> though, is this really what you want, Ryan oh, yeah. Day? Oh, yeah. Do you really want to go play Alabama and get beat sixty-three to ten? 
Because that's what's going to happen. Yes, because saying that you made the college football playoff is worth more than the result. Sweet. Well, you take your participation trophy and your ass kicking because that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you hop back along to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, because they're not – I don't think they're going above four. What do you mean? I mean, they might, they might put them up at three if the matchup, no. If no. The matchup changes. No. Oh, yeah. There's no shot of them getting anywhere but four. No, I disagree with you because what okay. because what happens? What matters in what matters in terms of the rankings? Who you have beaten? Mm-hmm. Alabama has beaten three teams in the top ten. Once this is all said and done, they'll right. beat Florida, A and M, and Georgia. Yep. Notre Dame beat Clemson, who's in. Mm-hmm. Clemson will beat Notre Dame, who's in. No way. There is no shot. Ohio State gets ahead of any of those three teams. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. And you are wrong, and I'll tell you why. Because this is what's going to happen. Uh, Notre, Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame. Okay. Do they flip-flop and go 2-3? What, what do you mean? Clemson and Notre Dame? Yeah. Yes. Then they'll play again the okay. next week. And? That won't happen. That w- They won't. There, they won't you do realize that there is – You do realize that they scream this from the mountaintops. We do not look at what the matchups are going to be. They have You to. do understand they have screamed that for mm-hmm. six years. Mm-hmm. And you're wanting to argue with me. A team that doesn't deserve to be in, not only are they going to get in, but they're going to get a better seed? You're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. No, they the hell they are not. <laughs> you want me to tell you why I know that? Because no matter how much you want to say you don't listen to what the public says, ESPN put this story out at 4.20 yesterday. Mm-hmm. I looked in the comment section at 5.30. There were 15,000 comments, and I didn't see one promising one. Yep. Not one. Yep. So, yeah, no, trust me. You're, you're going to let Ohio State backdoor in. They're going to be four, and you're going to make them play Alabama. You mark my words on that. If, they, if, if, if you want to talk about the only way you can make this more of a train wreck, put them at three. They well, first of all, Clemson will beat the hell out of them anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter, but but – the committee is going to look at the matchup, and they're not going to give us a third Notre Dame-Clemson game. Well, then they're completely lying and have been for six mm-hmm. years. Yep. And we've had this happen more than once where we've had teams play each other again. Mm-hmm. For a third time in a season? I don't think there's ever been one that was a third time in a season. I don't. Georgia-Alabama, but that was only because Georgia earned their way in. Because th- didn't they play each other in the regular season that year too? Maybe. I think they did. I believe they did. Maybe. But I think that's the only way that this is going to happen. They're going to find a way. I think they're going to find a way to get they're, – they're going to boost Ohio State to three somehow so they don't end up with Notre Dame Clemson the again. champion and Notre Dame is not right. the conference champion. Right. Well, especially, if this, especially if this ACC championship game goes the way Jeremy has been saying it's going to go, where Clemson – It'll have to. That Clemson, Clemson will have to beat them by four touchdowns. That's yeah. the only way Ohio State leaves them. Yeah. I don't care if you're a conference champion or not. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say this. This is what's making me the angriest right now. The committee keeps saying we take into consideration that you're a conference champion. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily an end-all, be-all. Yeah. They've been saying that for a week. Okay, that's a lie. That You are lying yeah. right now. Because the only way that Ohio State gets in this game is as Big Ten champion. That's it. It's the only way they get in the playoff. It's the only thing you can give me that I won't completely say you're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. That or you just think they're better. Mm-hmm. Well, we just picked the four te- teams we think are best, which breaks the system irrevocably forever. I think it's already it, it's already shown it's been broken. And when the top four can't be decided in in a uh, unbiased way, I think you have to expand. 
And I think that boot that this year of all years will boost that conversation of expanding to eighteen. Well, I mean, you finally got me on board with it. Mm. I never thought you would get me on board of saying, "Yeah, I really care about the eighth team that would make it in the playoff." Right. I, I never thought that day was coming, but and yet here we are. Mm-hmm. Because I'm looking at it now, going, I, "There's going to be somebody that has huge, huge qualms with this," and they should. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Texas A&M or Florida or no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. But, but, there's one way that we can completely eradicate this forever. Okay. What's that? Florida beats Alabama. Oh. That's the way. <laughs> you know, Ohio State out of the That's the way. Yeah. That's the way. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with you. Definitely. If that happens, Ohio State's no what longer. A, what a fun game. year this has been. We have found a way to make me... Hate the Big Ten more than I ever hated Miami and Florida, mm-hmm. and found a way to get me to root adamantly for Florida. Right. Oh boy. If you if Florida played a team of serial killers, I would wear a John Wayne Gacy mask to the game. <laughs> wow. Like I hate Florida with every fiber of my soul, mm-hmm. and yet we have found a way to make me root for the Gators. <laughs> Yeah, I think especially if the ACC championship game is as nasty as you think it is, I think that I think that'll be the justification to drop Notre Dame down to four, just so you don't end up with that that third matchup between Notre Dame and Clemson. I don't. Um, they'll come up with some scooey way like, oh, this is but they did this and this. Oh this, yeah. And that's why. Oh yeah. They'll they'll come up with some back way to explain it all, and they're hoping that Ohio State just blows the doors off of Northwestern. And they can use that as an excuse. And they will because Northwestern is bad. Mm-hmm. Just like the rest of the Big Ten is bad. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, please, Northwestern. Yeah. I just, oh, God, you think I'm rooting for Florida? Holy oh, good yeah. Lord, I might paint myself purple for the Big, 12, <laughs> not the Big Ten title game. Right. So, barring a miracle, um, your, your four is set. Do you believe in miracles? Right. Yes! <laughs> I do. You do. I do. I do believe in miracles. Namely because I don't think Ohio State's that good. Oh, I don't either. But I can't see, I I, I just, I can't wrap my head around how Florida will outshoot Alabama. And and that's Them shooting out Florida, or them shooting out Alabama is the only way they win. Because they can do that. Because I got news for you. There is nobody in this game that can defend Kyle Pitts. There's nobody in college. No, there's nobody in college football that can defend Kyle Pitts. He's the most indefensible player in college football, and it's not close. Yeah. Does he go top five next year? I think he's a top ten pick. Yeah. I have him as four overall on my board going into this draft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only players he's behind are Penny Sewell, Trevor Lawrence, and I don't remember who the third one is. I have a third one in front of him, but I can't think of who it is. Okay. He's going to be highly drafted. Oh, he is going to be a very high draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he goes top five, though. He could. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since we've had one of those. I think Vernon Davis was the last one. That worked out nicely. <laughs> tight ends are fun. Because yeah. you look at a tight end in college and go, sweet God, how is anybody ever going to defend them? Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Wait, I forgot. You have to block. Yeah. That's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't block, then you would be a receiver, and then the matchup goes away. So, there's that. Kyle Pitts with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. (laughs) Who's Cincinnati? Cincinnati's locked into it. They're getting a lineman. Uh, No, they're not getting a lineman. They're getting Penny Sewell. 
right. who is without a doubt the well, best offensive line prospect I've ever graded. Right, because Jacksonville, I'm convinced they will take Justin Fields. Ugh, God. I'm glad you get to fall on that grenade. Adam Gase, damn it. I, I, I have to say this. If you screw me and win, <coughs> I'm good. Excuse me. If you screw me and win, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think it's guaranteed. We've got the two quarterbacks, Lawrence and Fields, going at the top. Sewell go to uh, Cincinnati. Ooh, then you got Dallas at four. Dallas Let the good times roll. It could be All right. Dallas needs a tight end. I mean, I could see a pass where that happens. Mm-hmm. They also need a whole new offensive line. And well, that's. That play. Well, I mean, the the defensive line or the offensive line is just hurt well, for Dallas. So, they're old now. and they're, and they're old. Yeah, are they though? Are they that old? Who? Dallas's offensive line. Uh, well, now they're just dead. They got a bunch of linemen that are. I mean, Tyron Smith can't stay. Tyron Smith's like thirty-one years old. Mm-hmm. Zach Martin's in his high twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frederick's already retired. Lyle Collins is probably 28, Seven, yeah, 27, yeah. 28, somewhere there. Somewhere Man, there. they're not old, old, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's going to – that team's going to atrophy quickly. Right. I'm just saying they could be a player in the top five for Kyle Pitts. They could. Absolutely. Um, I'll be honest with you. If I had a Heisman ballot, Kyle Pitts would be in my top five. My yeah. current – if I had a vote for the Heisman right now, I would vote Kyle Trask one, Mac Jones two, Trevor Lawrence three, Kyle Pitts four, probably Devontae Zach Smith. Wilson five. Devontae Smith, man. Mm. He's got to be in your top five. Really? How much markedly better is he than every other Alabama receiver? He's not indefensible. It's just you can't double anybody on that team. Kyle Pitts is the only player on Florida you have to worry about. It's him and Tony I'm not, on every play, I'm not making, and you still can't stop yeah, him. Yeah, I'm not making the case of who's who's better between the two of them, but I think when you're doing a top five, you have to have Devontae Smith in there. I, I'm Okay, he'll be my five. We'll, we'll be due. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll take out Zach Wilson. Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Yeah. Love you, buddy. But, but, you know, Bubble Up over here made me put in Devontae Smith. I'm not making you do anything. I wouldn't do it, just throwing that out there. Jeremy has a lot of love for Zach Wilson. I do. Zach Zach Wilson is going to be – here's the way I see this going. I see him winding up in New England somehow, Mm -hmm. and I have to hate him forever. Yep. Because that keeps happening to guys that I just love. Like Michael Pittman Jr. winds up with the, the Colts. Chase Claypool winds up with the Steelers. Oh, great. I loved you, and now I have to hate you forever. <laughs> the good thing for you, though, is that uh, Zach Wilson will be long gone in the draft before New England gets there. I don't know that. At 16? I'm hearing – the quarterbacks, I'm hearing weird things about. There are teams that are in love with some, hate others. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is one of the funniest in terms of the tape. We all have looked at the same tape. Like every person that does what I do, we've all looked at the same tape. And I can tell you definitively, there are wildly different opinions on this kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's thrown 312 passes in his college career. Right. I look at that and go, run! Yeah, you know how many 300-yard games he's had in his life? Two. One. One. Yeah. You know how many 200-yard games he's had in his life? 
Seven. Five. Wow. And, he's doing and this is a kid that's going to go in the top five. I almost have no doubt he goes in the top five. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's Mitch Trubisky territory right there. It scares me. It terrifies me. I have an algorithm for quarterbacks and Trey Lance. It just, it, you know what it does? It it it, it actually looks at me like Adam Gase. But I, I mean, Carolina will probably take a quarterback. Atlanta should take. A I don't. You're so definitive that Carolina's taking a quarterback. I'm not. I think they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm saying they won't. Okay. They, they have Teddy Bridgewater, who's on a, a shockingly reasonable deal. Mm-hmm. He's been good. He's been, for the most part, healthy. Yeah, I don't I see them taking a quarterback. Okay. So really, what we're talking about here is we know that we know the top two quarterbacks are going early. One, They're two. going one and two. So the rest is so. In order for Zach Wilson to fall down, we would need what three? He would be like the fifth. I need three. In the class. What, three what? You got to finish three your more quarterbacks up. to come off the board ahead of him. Well, Trey Lance is going to go ahead of him. Just okay. Yeah, well, I'm there's saying, no but, but, that. but here's my point. Carolina's probably could draft not. I, stop with Carolina. They're not taking a quarterback. I literally know somebody in the front office of that damn team. They're not taking a quarterback. Stop it. All right, you got the Atlanta Falcons. Who should take the quarterback? Might. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're stuck with Matt Ryan for two more years, so I mean, don't chalk that up to it's no no doubt happening. All right, you got the Detroit Lions. Should take a quarterback. You keep saying should. Matt Stafford's fine, and he's only thirty one years old, thirty two years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's could. You're you're confusing the word could and should. The Detroit Lions should not take a quarterback. Because that is the one position they have set, and for whatever reason, Matt Stafford wants to be there. They have a quarterback that wants to be in Detroit. Uh, Hold on to him forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the two best players in your history retired at 30 years old. So you should hold on to Matt Stafford like a little kid holds on to his toy boat. And then you got Chicago. Now that's one that should take a quarterback. 100%. But now the question is, you know, is it new regime? By the way, I, I have to say this just because this was a topic on, you know, we work for ESPN. So, national ESPN is what I listen to because I'm a company guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Williams said Mitch Trubisky was not a bust. <sighs> I don't think you understand what the word bust means. And I'm tired of hearing it with Carson Wentz, by the way. Carson Wentz is not a bust. Uh, can we all universally agree on that? Carson Wentz is not a bust. If car if, the, if let's say the money was even and, and the and the Eagles could deal him to any team in the league okay. with no huge cap ramifications and you had to pay him a league average quarterback or a, a league average quarterback salary, okay. you do realize that he would get two ones from another team, right? Yeah. Yes. You, you understand that, right? Yes. I think you, you do understand that Sam Darnold's probably going to get a one for the Jets. Yeah. I, I heard Greeny yesterday say they'll be lucky to get a two. Okay. okay. Let's see how well that ages, because I don't think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that the Arizona Cardinals got a two for Josh Rosen? Right. Who was a disaster? And we all knew it. It wasn't like, oh, he just hasn't played, or the team's not good, right. or uh, whatever. We knew he was awful. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati got two and they gave Carson up a two. Palmer. Yep. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati got two ones for Carson Palmer. I, I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, the Jets are going to get a a, a a nice little sum for Mr. Darnold. Yeah, 
Because there is still a wide belief in this league that on another team he would be really good. Mm-hmm. Carson Palmer, um, I, I, I mean, I would think he was I, – I don't, I don't know that he's a good measure for Carson Wentz because I think he's better. You think Carson Wentz is better or you think Carson Palmer is better? I think Palmer is better. Carson Palmer never did anything for me. He was always just a dude. Like, I never thought he was the best in the league at anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I think that about Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz is also 25. Carson Wentz is the best in the league at something. Oh, God. Interceptions. No. Cam Newton's best in the league at interceptions. (laughs) The stats would say differently. Cam Newton's also thrown like 114 passes all year. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, if we're going, if we're going to interception to attempt, then uh, I'll take Cam Newton for a thousand, Alex. Okay. I'll give you that one. Um, yeah, I, I just don't. I don't trust that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't trust that Zach Wilson would be able to fall that far in the draft because I think there are five teams in front of New England who could or should. Holy Take a quarterback God. in the first round. What? I'm looking at Cam Newton's career interception to uh, attempt ratio. Oh yeah. He throws an interception every on two and a half percent. Two and a half percent of his passes have been intercepted. Okay. Which I'm trying to do the math in my head it means one out of every forty are are picked historically. Nice. <laughs> e. <laughs> Uh, You know how many touchdowns he's thrown for this year? Take a guess. How many touchdown passes in 11 games does Cam Newton have? uh, Seven. Too high. Two. Five. It's five. Five. It's five touchdowns and nine interceptions. uh, However, however, he is on pace to break the record for rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a season. Cool. They have a great running back playing quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's something. Yeah, you know what that you know what that a dollar will get you? A coke. Yeah. <laughs> he got thir- <laughs> I think he's got thirteen rushing touchdowns, and the record is fifteen. And so I was just reading that the other day, and I went, "Huh? Well, I mean, at least he's at least he's doing stuff. He's out there. He's doing stuff. <laughs> you know, just hanging out, wearing hats and shit." <laughs> Well, we'll see the New England Patriots tonight on uh, Thursday night football. I like these weeks where we only have one day between games. I I like these weeks where we have good football. Oh, wait. We're going to wait for Sunday for that. (laughs) This is going to be a devastation. Bloodbath. I I literally feel like right now we're we're at the load screen for Mortal Kombat. And at kickoff, all I'm going to hear is round one. Wait! <laughs> and it is going to be a demolition. Flawless. Flawless victory. Oh, God. I, God, I want the Rams to win this game by 30. And New England scored not nary a point. So I can make a graphic that says flawless victory with Bill Belichick with his, hat, with his head just dropped down. Or just ripped off. <laughs> Speaking of videos that we're going to make, uh, tomorrow I debut the West Virginia Gambler. If you've ever seen the West Virginia Ninja, the Judy job. You might be able to figure out where we're headed with this. <laughs> Real excited. Uh, I am as well. Do you have a costume all ready to go? 100%. Nice. You know what Good my job. Ninjetta looks like? Yeah! Your what? Ninjetta. What is a Ninjetta? That's the one that holds the board. 
The one that he says, don't hold it in front of your face. You remember what happened oh, last yeah, time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom! Don't want me to hit you in the face there, sweetie. I'm going to need you to have a Wonder Woman costume for that. Just let that be known. <laughs> I want to borrow your wife's. Can I borrow? <laughs> 100%. It will in no way fit oh. you. Oh, it would be. Yeah. Oh, it would be so much better for my wife to be my ninja. Uh, if, if she's watching, I really need her to just give a thumbs up that she's willing to do that. <laughs> and if you're not willing to do that, I'm going to need to borrow your costume. <laughs> I still maintain that oh, will man. never fit you. <laughs> the attempt at watching you try to put it on oh, would probably be the funniest be, thing in the history of I creation. mean, she'd never be able to wear it again, so if you wanted to... <laughs> nope, you ever out. stretched a rubber band out too far? Yeah. We're all married. We get it. Yeah. See, I thought that would get a bigger laugh than that, but no, no. No, no, you get one joke a month and you got it yesterday. And it was just literally, you said it before I could get it out of my mouth. New England Patriots and the L.A. Rams tonight at 8.20 on Fox. Thursday night football, yeah, I am expecting, I mean, the, Ram, the, the, the spread is Rams minus five. There's no That's shot. Dumb. There's n- <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. The Rams are a five-point favorite, according to... And it started at six and a half. Mm-hmm. Or because the New England Patriots and it's Bill Belichick and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Stop that. <laughs> Stop doing that. I can't help it. As long as people keep putting these headlines out there, like the Patriots save their season and still stay in the playoff hunt. Oh, okay. Stop doing that. Sure. Stop doing that with the New England thing. You're just doing it to make me angry, and I know it. That and the Vikings. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope the Vikings don't win another game all year. Just because uh, I am tired of hearing you say that. I definitely can't. We, we already put them to rest, and all of a sudden they were resurrected from the dead. Well, you know, it's just... It's, <laughs> Can we call them the Minnesota Cats? Because they've had about nine lives on the show. <laughs> and frankly, I'm just as tired of them as I am of cats. That's 2020 for you. Uh, as soon as I say, no, it's not going to happen... Guess what? They're in a playoff spot. Yeah, that's uh, actually that's what you do. You are the kiss of death. Man, yeah, that's that's fair. Coyote. <laughs> Very fair. So, who do you like tonight in the Rams game? I need you to say I'm not going to find a million dollars sitting on the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm not going to find a million dollars sitting on the sidewalk. Yes. Guaranteed, I am not winning the Powerball this week. Do you buy tickets? No. Okay, see, that's part no. of that's. You, but I'm gonna buy a ticket, and I guarantee I'm not gonna win. K-O-D. Hmm. Is that the way that works? I hope so. (laughs) I do too. Solve a lot of problems for all of us. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, Thursday Night Football, who you like for the Rams? Uh, Everybody. All of them? Every living, breathing offensive player. Jared Garf. I like Jared Garf a lot. Jared Garf. I'm a big fan of Jared Garf tonight. Robert Woods. Uh, Yep. Cam Akers. Yep. Cooper Cup. Yep. You can say Tyler Higby. Yep. You can Gerald say Gerald Everett. Yep. You can, no, not you can say Eric Dickerson right now, and I'd go, <laughs> Yep. Daryl Henderson. There is not a soul that will get a touch on that team that I'm gonna go, nope. Yep. Cause I think they are going to boat race New England night. Okay. All right. And as always, you gotta uh, remember this is a revenge game. Here. It's the first time they played each other since the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's the reason it's on Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think old Jared Garf remembers how that last one ended. Right. So. 
And you got the Rams sitting here, of course, wanting to make a statement. Eight and four on the season. And they, I mean, they need to they need to show that they are one of the top teams in the NFC. And, and they are. Tonight's a night that they can flex their muscle and impress everybody. This is a this is a, a stats game, a buffer game. We're gonna put a little distance between us and the rest of the NFC playoff teams. And I think they're they'll be fired up to do that. There are a lot of games this week in the NFL that have playoff implications. Um, I mean, you just look at the one o'clock slate on Sunday. The Vikings go up against the Bucks. If bad Tom Brady shows up, bad offensive line shows up, bad secondary shows up, that's a lot of bad is going to have to happen for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to lose this game. But it's also one of those matchups that would not surprise me. They're not losing this game. No, they're not. Under any circumstances. I don't believe they are, obviously. I got my good luck charm here. Oh, boy. That thing absolutely mortifies me. Uh-huh. Jeremy's afraid of dolls. So I don't I like dolls. Doll in. I don't like dolls at all, and there are two in this studio. <laughs> there's we, one on this so, table, and there's a little man at the door that freaks me all the way out. He sits about four feet tall. He's about as tall as my grandfather and kind of looks like him. And every time he walks in the door, Jeremy goes, oh. he, yeah. he does uh, googly, where is he? Wait, give me googly eyes. Because that's exactly the face Jeremy makes when he turns the corner to go to the bathroom. Ah! He's, he's like, oh my God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> googly-eyed grandpa standing at the front door. Yeah, I don't, li- I don't like it. Yeah, so we had to, you know, bring some, bring some doll flavor into the Look, into the I'm not, sc- I'm not scared of normal things, okay? I, I, I don't like dolls. I, uh, you put a clown in the same room with me, and that clown is in imminent danger. <laughs> that is actually the more reasonable of all your fears, because a lot of people are afraid of clowns. Which of my fears is unreasonable? Uh, squirrels. <laughs> Upwards of seven people a year are killed by squirrels. <laughs> and birds? Really? Upwards of 17 people a year are killed by birds. It's ridiculous. I will get that recognized by the National Phobia Society. Flying as- snakes. I don't like flying anything, but the snake part of that doesn't bother me at all. I'll pick a snake up and spin it around my head. I don't care at all about that. Oh, you were very creeped out about the flying snakes when we. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like anything that flies. Ever, I, I don't want. You know, and you know why I don't like things that fly? Because I can't fly. Again, the tree snakes don't really fly; they just fall with stock. Hey, uh, do they fall just to the ground? Because that's what I would do. <laughs> no, if I jumped out of a tree, I would just fall <laughs> precipitously to the ground. No, these are the snakes that go flat when they come out of the tree, and then they just glide across the air. Yep. If there was one across the parking lot that jumped out of a tree, it could land On real head. near me, and I don't like that. Yes, it very well could. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh, but the Vikings taking on the Bucks in the 1 o'clock slate on Sunday, that's a game with playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I think that's actually a watermark game for the Dolphins. Just to see if the Dolphins can stay in the same. Yes. Can they stay in the ballpark? Can how, they not get slaughtered? How much credit do you give them, though, if they do keep it close? Because the Chiefs have been a team that haven't blown people a lot of a lot of teams out this year. Blow out the Jets. They, well, everybody <laughs> blows out the Jets except for the friggin' Raiders. Raiders didn't. Thank God. <laughs> the Raiders put a lot of fear in me, and I didn't like it. Right. But the Chiefs have been being criticized for being kind of in cruise control mode. 
You know, they were only able to put up 22 points against the Denver Broncos this past week. It was a one-score game down to the finish. That, no one expected that. Everyone expected Kansas City's going to blow them out. They knew they didn't have to, so they didn't. It's impressive to me if Miami covers. Okay. Seven-point spread. If Miami covers and keeps this one-possession game, that's impressive to me. Okay. Because I don't think they will. I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're to that point with Miami. They have players. The defense has played better. I like the scheme. I like the coach. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you still don't have a quarterback. I, I do not. I believe less in Tua Tungavailoa than I ever have. Now, could he come out and carve Kansas City up? Sure. I don't think he will. That's I don't think he will. Plan. That's not the game plan. That's not. That's not the idea. Right now, they're not relying on the rookie to do a whole lot. Uh, he did a whole lot against Cincinnati. Even though he has, well, he's made some big plays, and he's getting more comfortable. But they're taking on the team that everybody expects to win the Super Bowl. And so Miami obviously wants to win this game, needs to win this game if they want to stay in the hunt in the, in the AFC East in their division. And they're going to need Tua to play well. But, you know, that they have, again, they haven't trusted him to do a whole lot. If they he will. comes out and throws, for they him. have to. If he this is a game that if Tua if Tua can't throw thirty five times in this game, they're doomed. Yeah. If you think Miles Gaskin and Matt Breda is going to keep you in contention with the Kansas City Chiefs, you're out of your mind. Mm-hmm. So I hope you have a game plan that involves uh, Mr. Tua leading you, right? Or you're going to get slaughtered, right? Uh, if he throws for under two hundred and fifty yards in this game, they. If he goes over that, obviously it'll be the best game he's ever had. I think and he needs to go over 700 yards for them, to, for them to win. Oh, I don't think they're going to win. No. No, we're not talking about winning. We're making a, we're talking about making this look respectable. Can this be competitive? Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs have been a team that have been competitive with some teams that we don't expect them to, to allow to be competitive. I remember it was a two-point win for them against the Carolina Panthers four weeks ago. So they do have those games where they have those lapses. But, yeah, you're going to have to earn your way through the air um, to, be able to, to be able to hang with them. you got the Giants and the Cardinals. The Cardinals are trying to slip out, and the Giants are trying to fight their way in. Oh, G-men. Uh, Brian, I hate to break this to you. Your G-men are going to get slaughtered by Kyle <laughs> Murray. Oh, oh, James Bradbury's going to be on DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. That's what we said last week against Seattle. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, you're not surprising anybody this week. We saw you against Seattle. We know that's a thing you can do, and you won't. Mm -hmm. Oh, guess who comes back this week? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Old Danny Fumbles. Oh, yeah. By the way. (laughs) No more. Oh, oh, football on the ground, Daniel Jones. (laughs) (laughs) So the Cardinals obviously needing to win here to, to stay in the discussion. Agreed. And I think they will. I don't think the Giants are that good. Maybe I'm the only one that's not drinking the Kool-Aid. I look at the Washington football team, and they are, without a doubt, the best team in the NFC East to me. Mm-hmm. And it would take a lot to change my mind. The Giants' defense has just played a lot better than I thought they would. Uh, that's not saying much. No. We thought they were the second worst team in the NFL a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. But... They and also, then, in those losses, they weren't really getting blown out. I, you put too much stock in that. I do. There's a reason that you don't see 20-point spreads in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It is much rarer that teams get blown out than you think it is. Mm-hmm. 
Now, you don't see a lot of 42 to 7s. That just, I mean, think about how many times you've seen that this year. Mm-hmm. You see that. Think about what you when you saw the, the Browns Titans score on Sunday. I, I was standing right beside you when you saw it. Mm-hmm. And you looked up and went, whoa. Yep. It's because it doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. I don't care how bad the team is. There's a lot more 22 to 10s than there are 42 to 7s. Right. Well, that game ended up only being a seven point game at the end, too. <laughs> But the Giants have had a lot of close losses this year. Yeah, because they don't know how to win. Is my point. And they don't, they, they don't know how to win this game either. Mm-hmm. Well, they figured out how to beat Seattle last That's week. That's because Seattle was terrible. They Russell didn't. Wilson did exactly what I was afraid he was going to do all year long against the Giants. Mm-hmm. When you turn your back to the play, that's not going to end well. Mm-hmm. And the Giants just pounced on him every time he did it. They're going to try to get after Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, Murray is, is much not going to do that. I was going to say, he's much more slippery. Yeah, Kyler Murray is much more, oh, there's a big hole in the middle of the defense. Hey, watch this. Mm-hmm. Look, what my, look, look what my little feats can do. Hey, man, this. <laughs> in the 4 o'clock slate, we got the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. There's another two, uh, two teams looking to make a statement. Did you say Indiana the first time? I almost did, yeah. <laughs> I, I I really wanted to make an Indiana reference in this show. Good. Nobody can see that I'm petting my Florida State helmet because we beat them at the buzzer last night in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Ah, yes. Thank you, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> I yelled a lot of profanities at that game over a very short period of time. Yeah. Were you angry or were you... I was very angry for an extended period of time. And then Scotty Barnes made it all okay. <laughs> Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes drives the floor, takes on the best player. I on do the other thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, uh, one in. I'm not trying to change the subject here. I just wanted to mention this. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a freshman that in his second collegiate game against in a pretty big game mm-hmm. team that beat us last year. Looks at it and goes, No, no, no. You, you boys just stand at the three point line and watch me. I got this. I got this. And he's not a great scorer either. But he went, I'm still the best option here. Mm-hmm. Took it and then didn't even smile. He didn't even smile until the horn sounded, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Immediately went back to start setting up the defense. Fantastic. Uh, you just hit a game, a potential game winner at that time. and mm-hmm. uh, It actually was a game winner. And then you go back setting the defense and you don't even crack a smile. I love you already. I believe this is... A, I do declare, I believe this is the start of a long and beautiful relationship. <laughs> right, because how many freshmen in that situation would be getting overwhelmed oh, yeah. at the moment and jumping And then get beat on the other and, side. Right. How many times have we seen that? A right. freshman scores, then gets beat on the other end because he's celebrating. Yeah. Now, Scotty Barnes, he didn't even smile. And yeah. I loved it. And I give, I give Leonard Hamilton a lot of credit for that. Did you just go Bill Raftery yeah. onions? <laughs> that is the greatest thing he could possibly have said. <laughs> Brian just channeled his inner Bill Raftery, and I'm, I, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Onions! <laughs> All right, Colts and the Raiders. This, this, this might be the bowl of the only two teams in the AFC that I don't know exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. Because I can't figure out either one of these they're things. They're different each week. They play different each week. It's crazy. They're, they're just bipolar. Yeah. Like, one week they show up and the Colts look like the best team in the NFL. And then the next week, they get freight trained by a mediocre team. Mm-hmm. I think that this is the game that I actually think tells us the most. Okay. All right, let's say Tampa Bay loses to Minnesota. Are you going to jump off a bridge with your Buccaneers? No. No. 
No, because we've, we've got four more wins left on the schedule, or three more wins left <laughs> yeah. on the schedule after that. But, I mean, here's the thing. If the Raiders come out and just beat down the Colts, mm-hmm. does it change how you feel about the Raiders? Yes. If the Colts come in and beat down the Raiders, does it change how you feel about them? Yes. There you go. This is the only game on the schedule that I feel that way about. Mm-hmm. That the winner of this game is a team that I am going to say most likely makes the playoffs. Now, I look at this game and I think this is, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think Philip Rivers. I think Philip Rivers is finding uh, a rhythm here. T.Y. Hilton finally right. came to life, came to life last week. Um, you know, obviously Michael Pittman is a big target for him. I'm really glad they finally told T.Y. Hilton that he had a game to play. Because yeah. I think that's the first time they've told him that. Right. They've been giving him a jersey and a helmet, and they never told him the game started. Right. Because he has been an abject disaster for the vast majority of the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. But it seems like it seems like. The exact opposite of what I expected to happen this year is happening, which is Philip Rivers is kind of finding a groove late in the season. See, I thought his arm would be falling off by this point, and we would be we would be looking at this like, look at old man Rivers. He can't get it done. What are they going to do next year? And now it's like, well, maybe he could play another year. Oh, I, right. I think would you be Would you be completely sense. surprised if? He didn't sign on for another year with Indianapolis just to give them more time to get the next guy in line. Whether that it's probably it's not going to be Jake Eason, but whoever their next guy is going to be. Did you just make a Jake Eason reference? I did. <laughs> Your Georgia is showing. Isn't he the backup? He's the backup, right? For the for the Colts. For the Colts. No. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is the backup. For but the he's Colts. gone. He's oh, after the, this year. Right, he's coming off the books this year. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Philip Rivers is only on a two-year deal. So, mm-hmm. I know. I don't think. Uh, Jake Eason may not be on this team. The Colts are a team that I could see taking a quarterback, by the way. We were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see them taking a quarterback. Somebody yeah. to Because gra- Philip Rivers is probably a pretty good guy to learn under, if I had a wager. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's the nicest guy on planet Earth, but, I mean, he knows the game. He's been in the league for 17 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see him taking it's not Jake Eason, though. He's awful. Yeah, it's Mac Jones. Yeah, Jake Eason had the worst combine performance I have ever seen. <laughs> I think that's I think that's where Mac Jones ends up. I, I felt like he he and Manny Pacquiao had the same injury when Pacquiao fought Mayweather. Oh, my shoulder was dislocated. Uh, that would make sense. Jake <laughs> Eason couldn't throw one from here to my car. You can't what? see this, but that's only about ten yards from here. What? That was one of the best. He had one of the best arms in football. Oh, I'm thinking of Fromm. You're Never thinking mind. of Jake yeah. Fromm. Yeah, not so, Eason. Sorry, yeah. I, yeah, sorry. Eason's I, I got a howitzer. Yeah, Eason's got. Yeah, but he's a jerk. Oh yeah, he is. Sorry, I, I, I confused my Jakes. <laughs> Jake Eason and Jake Fromm. And Jake right. from State Farm. Yeah, <laughs> they, and they both are about as talented as Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Yeah, Jake Eason's problem is he's a complete jerk and mm-hmm. everybody hates him. Yep. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, I heard he might be back for the Raiders this week. I, a difference good gracious, match. I hope so. This is the first week of the fantasy playoffs and I have Josh Jacobs everywhere! <laughs> he's on every team I have! Does it change anything? No. No. Because DeForest Buckner's playing, and uh-huh. uh, he real good. Yes, he is. He's real, real good. Mm-hmm. And we saw a couple of weeks ago in the Titans game how big of a difference he made. How uh-huh. much of a difference DeForest Buckner makes to that off, to the, the defensive line Yep. for Indianapolis. Because what? They were, I mean, Kev, uh, Kevin. I almost call him Kevin Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Kevin Henry. That's, 
It's a new one. I think that's the. Co- I think that's the basketball coach at Siena. <laughs> might be right about that. There is a Kevin Henry. Somewhere. There is a Kevin Henry somewhere. Anyway, Derrick Henry. I think he ran for what was that? That was the two hundred and forty yard game. Yeah, that was had? that was a that was a good old good. One. <laughs> right. Followed up directly by Bad Old Baden. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got uh, Jalen Hurts starting this week for the Philadelphia Eagles, going up oh. against the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> You just do it to make me I angry, do. don't I you? I do. I do, just because I want to see the look on your face when, when somebody mentions uh, the Eagles still have a shot in this division. You want to know what that face is going to look like? <laughs> That's what that face is going to look like. Now, the, uh, one of the other games with playoff implications is the Washington football team and the San Francisco 49ers. Because, I mean, the 49ers, I think they still do have an outside shot at the at the NFC. Getting a wild card? Exactly. They didn't mean to. Um, but the Washington football team, obviously, uh, you know, the team, one of the teams that I believe has a shot to win the NFC East. Let's go Niners. Even though the Giants have the, <laughs> right. Even though the Giants, Giants fan over here is just, he's all over the Washington football team losing a game. But. The Giants control their own destiny in the NFC East because they have, you know, the, the head-to-head tiebreaker against the Washington football team. Both these teams need to win every possible game that they can. This is one that I think Washington can snack, though. Although Antonio Gibson's not out, but that didn't matter last week. So what would it matter this week? Uh, I mean, it matters. It certainly matters. Mm-hmm. I like oh, J.D. McKissick this week. Oh boy, that hurt me to say out loud. I know. Yeah. I can feel it. That that hurt me to say out loud. I just love that we have a we have a. Uh, this is such a weird year that we have a week fourteen matchup with two five and seven teams that have playoff implications. <laughs> because twenty twenty. Exactly. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna favor Washington uh, in that game. I'll be picking them this week. I most likely will, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a three-point dog to the 49ers in California. It's not in California. Or it's not in California. Excuse me, it's in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. On the neutral field. Because I forgot. Because yeah, yeah, we have a San Francisco 49ers Washington football team home game where we have one team with no home and one team with no name. <laughs> that is brilliant. <sighs> I'm. We got what? We're right the we got 21 days left. It's three weeks from today. Last day of this year. It's over. It's over. Sunday night football this week, Steelers and the Bills. That's going to be the big one. There you go. That's the one that, that we're going to be looking forward to. Uh, this actually is a good week. I've oh, judged yeah. every week. It, it's almost like this is, you know, a fo- we've been in football purgatory for a month. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had a good week of games in a month. And yet, here we are. Yeah, Sunday night, and it's not that. that's not the last game that has playoff implications for the week. So, Sunday night football, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. You think Buffalo's going to be able to throw on the I Steelers? think it's going to be a real good game. Really? I I feel like the public's going to overreact to Pittsburgh losing to, to Washington. Yeah. Yes. And they have, because Buffalo's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. That line's <laughs> moved five points in four days. Or wait a minute, that game was on... What was that on Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. So it's move it's moved five points in three days. Nifty. <laughs> Bet you can figure out which side of that I'm gonna be on. Steelers plus the two and a half. 
Yeah. Daddy likes points a lot. <laughs> I like plus symbols. Uh, I don't like minus symbols. I don't at like. All. I don't like the Buffalo Bills to win this game. I don't know that I li- I trust them all that much to be able to to score a lot. I mean, I know Josh Allen had a four touchdown game last week, and everybody got all excited, like, "Oh, look, you know." He's had that like three or four. Like shootout, Josh Allen is back. Well, yeah, but then the next week he's going to come out and be just mediocre. And he's going up against one of the best defenses. And, I mean, whether it comes to stopping the run or stopping the pass, again, Philadelphia, or excuse me, Pittsburgh continues to be one of these teams that I think they will just let you set the tone. And we'll go in and we'll play with you and we'll just we'll beat you. But the they couldn't do that this week. Pittsburgh big time. Good show. Don't go ninjian. Nobody don't need ninjian. The Judy job. <laughs> Judy job. <laughs> Tomorrow. The West Virginia Ninja. Right here. The West Virginia Gambler. Now, yeah, we have a West sorry. Virginia Ninja. There's already a West Virginia Ninja. Now, we have a West Virginia Gambler. And he will make his first appearance right here in the Wicked Weed Studios. Tomorrow. James Conner will be in at running back for the Steelers, it looks like. So, they, I mean, I know he hasn't run the ball all that well this year. Serviceable. Serviceable. Yeah. But I like Buffalo. You know who's better than? Or, I mean, I like the Steelers. You know who uh, James Conner's better than? Anthony McFarlane Jr. Mm-hmm. You know, who I, you know who about every living, breathing running back in the NFL is better than? Anthony McFarlane Jr. <laughs> it's a aren't thing. You, aren't you being too hard on the kid? No. Uh, I don't give out participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you put on a jersey and, 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 and did your best. Right. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't care. That doesn't do anything for me. All right, and the last game with playoff implications this week, Monday Night Football. you got the Baltimore Ravens against the Cleveland Browns. I feel like Baltimore's played in primetime about nine weeks in a row. It feels like I have watched more Baltimore Raven football than I care to, Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty over it, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I am really tired of watching them not be able to throw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. This is going to be a low-scoring game. 100%. 100%. This is going to be, obviously, running game. That's all that the, that Baltimore can do. And that's all that Cleveland wants to do is run the ball. So you're not going to see the greatest matchup between quarterbacks this week. I got a feeling that on the uh, on the Monkey Knife Fight, monkeyknifefight.com, by the way, use the promo code TANK. Uh, and you can, T-A-N-K. You can Win some money. Get free money when you sign up. They'll match your initial investment up to $50. Also enter you into a, uh, or give you a $5 free play into any of their contests. I just for using I, the promo code TANK. T-A-N-K. Yeah. I just want it known, for the record, I can't hear his name anymore without immediately wanting to go T-A-N-K. <laughs> <laughs> he introduces himself to people and he says, hi, I'm Tank Spencer. T-A-N-K. <laughs> I actually my have, contribution to the I, conversation. I actually do that a lot because now that you go into like a store and you you order your food and they ask you your name and you go, and they go what? I don't think anybody hears that word come out of your mouth. I I feel like you tell people your name's Tank and they immediately go, yeah, that's about right. No, I get. Did you say Frank? No. Yes. No, he said Hank. Oh, oh, Hank. I got it. No, it's not Hank. It's okay. I get Jimmy all the time. Jimmy? There are about six people that call me Jimmy every time they see me, and I just don't care enough to correct them. Because I'm going to tell you my name. You're going to call me Jeremy. It's going to irritate the sin out of me. Jeremy. And, and just call me Jimmy. It's closer to my name than what you're going to 
<sighs> but I think the line uh, the line on quarterbacks in the monkey knife fight this week for Monday Night Football. 78 yards. I was <laughs> <laughs> Over, I was under, say, 78 and a half. I was going to say, like, the over, under, the more or less for the, each quarterback is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 190 to 120 yards. Oh, so you just want to combine them all the way in. I think it's a great idea. Let's go. <laughs> total, more or less total passing yards, 250. Aggressively under. <laughs> <laughs> under 250. I thought I'd put that too low for you. <laughs> uh, Browns and the Ravens, though, this is a game that both of them need to have. Obviously, the Baltimore Ravens need it much more than the Browns do, and I believe that the Baltimore Ravens have seen their last loss in the regular season. But that's just me. You said the Browns? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. The Ravens. I thought you were saying the Browns. The, the Browns were going to lose another game. You know, you just said the Browns, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the Browns do. Yeah. Brown's going brown. Yeah. Jets going jet. Brown's going brown. And the Browns got at least, they, they've got two losses left on their schedule to me. They got to end the season with the Steelers and they lose on Monday Night Football to the Ravens. And they'll still I'm end sorry. up 11 and 5. And they'll still and have and they'll still have deep fake Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. Yeah. The Browns are 9 and 3. Does anybody expect that the, 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 that the Browns are going to uh, really send you off with a four-game run through this thing and mm -mm. end up 13-3. and three. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. It's not in their makeup. Let's right. Just say that. Right. Mm -mm. It's not going to happen. Uh, they, I like Cleveland. Baker. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I like Cleveland to lose this week on Monday Night Football to the Baltimore Ravens, and I think they're going to, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be gross. It's going to be a game where you're going to want the running backs from Cleveland, and that's it. And if you can figure out which running back from Baltimore. There has to be at least one living, breathing running back from Baltimore. Well, I mean, rule. J.K.'s the only one, right? No, he's not good. He was terrible last week. He's the, he's the most talented. He's not the one you want to play. Because for whatever reason, they just don't believe in him. But are you going Gus Edwards? I, I'm going to play none of them. Are you going Mark Ingram? I'm going none to, of the above. If you, had, if you had to pick, you're down to nothing. You've got three Baltimore running backs on your roster. It's the only thing you got. Which one of the three are you choosing? I can't answer that because, see, I draft better than that. Now, you, on the other hand, I could see you having this problem. Okay, I'm in this. I have this problem. and I need I'm sure you, to help you do. Me. I, have, uh, it, I had to get Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram. What do I do? Uh, take your loss and move <laughs> on to next year. <laughs> the playoffs weren't meant for you. I have to win. I got to win. I have to win. I can't let anybody else get the first pick in the draft. I feel like you just handed me a ball of yarn and a paperclip and said, make a bomb out of this. <laughs> Can't. Can't. Can't do it. I'm good. I'm not that good. Uh, the other option I have is Philip Lindsay. My question would be, my question would be, how did you make the playoffs if that's, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, are you playing no, no, with no. children? No, no, no. This is consolation bracket. This, oh, God. It's consolation then I don't care. I got to get the first pick in the draft. Winner of the consolation gets the first pick in the draft. You're asking me consolation bracket questions. I have to. I'd Stop that. Look, it, it, everybody finds themselves in the consolation bracket at some point or other. Uh, I don't. Oh, bullshit. You told I, me I this year. You told me that this was going to be a year where you don't I actually win didn't, league. I actually didn't make the consolation bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I went 1-11. I was going to say. I stopped. I, I just tapped out and went, I'm a free win until the last two weeks of the season because I played two of the best teams in the league and beat them both. Because <laughs> my team was dead. See, it happens to everybody. 
everybody still got something to play for. That's what I like about fantasy football. Is even even when it gets down to the end of the season, if you had a shitty year, you still got something to play for at the end. Bingo. Yeah. If you don't do the uh, first pick in the draft goes to the consolation winner, uh, you're doing it wrong, in my opinion. I think all leagues should work that way. This is also coming from a guy that won a fantasy league last week, six seventy eight to six forty two. <laughs> And he wasn't, and he wasn't playing, and he wasn't playing against children. Mm-mm. You make my head hurt. Sometimes. Every league is different, and that's what I like about it. Not me. You want everything to be the same. Yep. Just missionary. I want it to make. I want it to make Just sense. That's what I want. Football. I want it to make sense. You're playing eleven <laughs> defensive IDP players. Your league's stupid. <laughs> Tell them who we are so we can get out of here. It's so much fun. And the Sportsocracy every weekday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Facebook and YouTube Live. Be sure to like, share, and follow the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. We will be with you this afternoon on the radio side, ESPN Asheville, 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon. The Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. You can find us everywhere on the iHeartRadio app live and on demand. We are live once again from the Wicked Weed Studios, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. We'll see you this afternoon.